Hi, and welcome to Albuquerque Real Estate Talk with Tigo and Tracy Venturi. Tracy, here we are again, episode 450 something. Yep. Um, I've, I've lost track again. Uh, it's great to be here every week talking about real estate in Albuquerque, real estate around the country and what's going on. Real estate impacts everything. Yes, it uh, does. For sure, in the economy. And, and we know that for sure right now when we're talking about uh, what's going on with interest rates and stuff. But Tracy, um, introduce sure our sure. team and how to get a hold of us so the best way to reach us is uh give us a call 505-448-8888 or of course we're online we're on youtube facebook all those things best email i mean best website is welcomehomeabq.com which has amazing search tools whether you're thinking of buying or selling investing just want to know some market data um, how things work it's all there too so if you want to just look online or call us we'd be so happy to talk to you yeah we we well we live and breathe this real estate thing and and love love helping people with it so tracy yeah um there's there's been a few news stories this week and i think the biggest impact on the on the real estate world is what's going on with the mortgages and the fed and what they did this week which was not raise the the prime rate so right if if you know you're following this whole thing, um, the Federal Reserve basically sets the cost of money, um, and and this week was their you know meeting, and they decided not to raise the cost of money this week because they felt like they didn't need to slow down the economy anymore at the moment. They're really trying hard to slow the economy, and guess what sector of the economy is taking the hardest hit? I would guess housing. Yes. Yeah, well, I didn't has. have to guess. I know. And and when I say that, I don't mean it from from a a, a pricing standpoint, right? Because prices has actually held up very well, right? Um, but the number of sales it is funny. There, there's been this conversation about we're in a housing recession. Well, what does that mean? Well, it means that sales are down twenty percent nationwide. It doesn't mean prices are down twenty percent. And it's, it it doesn't take into account availability of homes. You know. The number of homes for sale is down, but the why is pretty important, right? Well, the thing that's interesting is there's, you know, these prognosticators in the housing world talking about how, well, the buyer demand has crashed. It's like, well, the supply has also crashed. Right. So, you know, it's it's that old old thing from, you know, Econ 101 is, you know, if, if demand is low, that means that, you know, prices are going to drop. And if, if supply is low... Um, uh, prices are going to go up. Well, right now, both demand and supply are low. Right. And 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 so what's happened is they've just kind of both moved down together, which in turn have kept prices uh, going up or steady. Right. Yeah. I think there's still demand. It's a matter of what's available and what price and what terms and all of that. What are we seeing with um, just on our team and what what's happening in the market, you know, right now you know we're state fair time we're in september yeah state fair was over is over but we're already looking forward to balloon fiesta right um you know it's interesting because we um we had a house like just today went into under contract pending sale but it's been on the market about two weeks it's had a lot of looks it's a it's sort of a unique property but um you know and then at two weeks we get two offers on the same day and yeah. it's interesting because we have buyers who say, well, it looks like this house has been on the market for 33 days. I can get a great deal. And it seems like 
uh, everyone else thinks that at the same time, right? Yeah. It's kind of the the law of things, I guess, where it the interest all hits at the same time and then you're competing again for the house. So we, we kind of say, well, don't wait. If this is the right house for you, let's get that offer in before other people have a chance to do it. Well, something I said last week and now it's kind of stuck in my brain was, you know, if, if buying a house is in your future, there doesn't seem to be any reason to be waiting. Right. It doesn't look like interest rates are going anywhere anytime soon, up or down. Um, it doesn't look like we're going to get a flood of new supply that's going to bring prices down. Um, it's just kind of steady right now. Yeah. And, and so, you know, if you're waiting for something big to happen to change, it, it, there's nothing in there. And of course, everybody's talking about recession and nobody knows what's going on and everybody's, you know, guessing on, on where, where things are going to go. But in the end, we all need a place to live. Right. For sure. You know, speaking of that, there is, um, there are still homes for sale. There's, you know, in all parts, all price ranges. Um, we, we, oftentimes say, well, those homes that are in the most affordable um, area are, you know, the ones that have the most competition. But we also saw a house, you know, a $750,000 house get multiple offers the second day on market. Yeah. Um, so it's not just those more affordable homes. So, so Tracy, there was a um, story that came out this a couple different stories I want to cover. One, there was a story uh, uh, KRQE Channel 13 did a story about this neighborhood mm -hmm. in Moriarty right. that is getting built. They're cottage and, homes. Yeah. And yeah. they're, you know, the, who's building those? Um, That was, uh, was, uh, was is it? Is it Westway? No, no, no. no. Stillbrook. Stillbrook. Stillbrook, right. Yeah, Stillbrook, right. one of our local, local builder. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, one of the big conversations in the housing world these days is affordability. Right. And that, you know, we just, you know, your, your traditional, let's just, you know, your, your kind of average, right? Three bedroom, two bath, two car garage house now in the greater Albuquerque area is, is going to be over $300,000 even, you know, at, at the entry level. And so, you know, there, there are different entities trying to figure out different ways to get homes that people can live in that can, they can buy under that price point. And so what's happened is Stillbrook is working on these cottage homes in uh, Moriarty area where they were able to get some land at a, a very good value. And uh, make they're these two bedroom, houses. one bath homes yeah. generally, right? Yeah. 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 Under 300. Yeah. So that was one of the stories that came across. It's, you know, there's a lot of work being done on how to address this uh, housing affordability challenge. Yeah, for sure. That's great. Good for Moriarty. You know, yeah. that's great. It's so one of the, you know, Albuquerque easy bedroom commute. communities and, you know, my understanding schools are great. And uh, well, we would know that because our uh, one of the realtors on our team, her husband is in the school system. <laughs> okay, there, well, I'm a little right? biased. He's, then. Yes, he's a principal yeah. there and they, yeah. they feel like it's good school. So that's awesome. Um, so there's also a, a mortgage finance authority story that came out to go or not a story. It's a program. Yeah. So look, just fairly limited what is the mortgage scope. finance authority and what's the what's customarily you know what do we see what do they do mortgage finance authority is a new mexico program new mexico funded um, by the legislature funds that allow for funds typically for down payment for first-time buyers who qualify with their income and their credit score guidelines mm -hmm. so it kind of gives them the money to get into a home as their down payment and they also now have some funds available, $4 million for 
um, entities, not private home buyers, but entities like um, government or uh, nonprofits, churches, things like that, who maybe have been gifted an empty building or who own or to buy a vacant property and get the funds to help renovate it. So it's kind of an interesting twist. Yeah, I'm going to want to learn more about that. I saw the press release and I thought, you know, this looks really interesting. It looked like it was almost for the the, the flipper, if you will, somebody that's uh, gonna, a developer, remodeler, contractor that's going to take a house that's been... It says vacant, basically. Vacant, abandoned or, or whatever, you know, a distressed home and turn it around. Um, my guess would be that it's, I mean, we're speculating here. We yeah. don't know. We don't know the details. We need to I, talk I to read, Eunice. Yeah. I read the details and I went, okay, I'm not quite sure what the need is, but it's interesting because there must be properties around and it's for the whole state. There must be properties around that are problematic yeah. that somebody owns and doesn't have the funds to renovate. Well, and I know for sure that there's properties in the greater Albuquerque area that, you know, it, it's difficult for somebody that has a business of fixing up homes and reselling them for them to make any money on that. So maybe this is a way to help, you know, dollar level. It's just not worth the, the squeeze. What, what was it? Juice you, isn't worth the squeeze. Juice isn't worth the squeeze for them to do the work to fix up some of these properties. So maybe this will, will, will help in, you know, get some of those properties that, that do need the attention because we, you know, it's interesting that's been happening with our with our uh, our market here with the the few number of homes that are available to purchase. So many people are fixing up these homes. And so now we're seeing a lot of turnover in some of these, you know, areas that have, let's just say, not been kept up as much. But since values have gone up, people are able to to remodel, fix up and renovate and, yeah. and, and basically upgrade in place, if you will. Totally. Or, yep. Well, yeah, move up in place. That was a term. That was one of those terms that's been floating around in the real estate world now. It's like, you know, we used to talk about the move up buyer that, you know, yeah. needed a bigger house or whatever. So now it's, you know, move up in place. Basically, you don't uh, you don't move. You just fix up your house and make it what you want as opposed to moving to find the other house. Yeah. So Can be done. Uh, so the new seller and buyer guides are out. Yes, we have some some great guides. They're uh, put together by an entity that we work with nationally. Um, and it talks about just the state of the entire housing market in the United States. Mm -hmm. And we have them on our website at welcomehomeabq.com. You can look at them there. I've got, we've got them loaded as a flip book. You don't have to yep. tell, tell us your information. We just want to put it out there because some really good information and, and it's uh, uh kind of going going into some of the myths that we hear out there about the real estate market and what is actually happening. Sure. And you know like I we got them printed out mm -hmm. and I was looking through like the buyer market and it's you know kind of the topics what's going on right now in the housing market. And you know when we um find someone who's interested in purchasing a house, the first place we like to start is helping educate them on the market and what's going on here locally, how it works, what what they need to know. We know when somebody comes to us and they say, well, I would, I would like to have a house at this price in this neighborhood with this many bedrooms, really that's a little bit getting the heart, heart ahead of the horse. You know, right. first we want to help them understand what that area of town they want to live in, what prices are doing there, how quick things are selling, and then um, kind of educate them on the process and then make sure we have a financial strategy in place so that when they find the right house, 
that they're in a position to make the offer that they can make and feel comfortable knowing what their monthly payment is going to be and that they can buy that house, right? right. Um, so some of the topics in this guide, besides what's going on right now in the housing market, top reasons to own a home, questions to ask yourself if you're considering buying a home, the impact of changing mortgage rates, which but I'm sure. What are the what are the questions? I'm curious about that. Sorry. The two the two questions. The two questions to ask yourself if you're considering buying a home. One, where do you think home prices are heading? And it's interesting. Um, you know, we think prices are going to continue to go up. Maybe not like they have the past three years, but Actually, over time, we we hope they don't go up the way they did oh, the right, last three years. Right. At least in my opinion. But when you're thinking about buying, there are people who have told us, I'm going to wait until prices come down. And those are people who missed out on 3% interest rates, a lot of them, right? They were worried because house prices were going up so fast and house prices have continued to go up. So, you know, the question is, where do you think home prices are going? If you think they're going down or if you think they're going up. So if you think they're going to continue to go up slightly, which is what most of the data would show, wouldn't you want to lock in today's price, even if the interest rate might be a little higher than it was a year and a half ago? And, you know, over time, if interest rates change, you could always, you know, refinance into a different rate. Um, the other question is, where do I think mortgage rates are heading? So we kind of just covered that. So if well, know. I'll give you my two cents on mortgage rates. I mean, we, we did just talk about the um the fact that the the Fed this week did not raise prime rate, but did leave an opening to possibly increase the prime rate again. And I want to remind you know everybody that that the the prime rate that the Fed charges you know internal in the bank the banking system doesn't directly affect mortgages. It's not a one for one. Yeah. However, just affecting the cost of money overall does affect mortgages because it affects the price of bond rates and bond rates are the thing that really affect what uh, mortgages are. And, and so, so and, and, and to what's happened in the last few weeks, we've seen another increase up, you know, seven and a half, you know, even 8% um, mortgages. Now that's kind of where, where things are at today, which is pretty shocking when you think about, you know, we went, we had such a long period of time where we were sub sub 5%. Yeah. And so Tigo, when our listeners call us and say, I would like to buy a house, I saw this house, I want to go look at it. That's usually where home buyers want to start. They're excited. They saw a house online or they saw something, they drove by and they went, oh, I want to go see that house. And we're happy to show how the house, we mm -hmm. would hope that we also have the opportunity to help our listeners get the information they need to be ready yeah. when that house is the right house, right? Yeah. Um, so other topics here, mm -hmm. um, home ownership helps protect you from inflation, which we know, um, home ownership wins in the long run ways to overcome affordability challenges in today's market. sounds like an interesting topic. The importance of getting pre-approved things to avoid when, a, a, after applying for a mortgage, <laughs> we can guess about those, right? You don't want to do big, uh, credit checks on your credit after you've you applied for checks, a mortgage. You don't want to apply for credit. You don't want to buy anything on credit. You don't want to move money around in your accounts after you've uh, put a mortgage in. And, you know, once you put a mortgage application in your, your loan officer should go through all that stuff with you. Yeah. Um, but if you're, you know, got a friend or a relative that's 
buying and you're chatting with them about it, remember, you know, be sure to tell them that because that can really blow up a deal and people don't realize it. Yeah. Don't go buy the new furniture for the house until you closed on the house, right? Yeah. Or don't open a line of credit or make a big change. Yeah. Um, tips for making your best offer on a home and getting clarity on the housing market with help from a real estate expert. So those are the, the kind of little uh, bullet points in the table of content on this home buying edition that we have on our website for kind of a home buyer guide. We have a home seller guide on our website as well. So it kind of goes through some of those tips too. Um, obviously we can partner with you to help you understand the market if you're thinking of selling your home. We love when we hear from our listeners that call us and help get help with real estate needs. You know, we have um, quite a team, Tigo, to go off topic. I was thinking about the talent on our team. Sounds to like help we're right on topic. With buyers or sellers, right? We've yeah. got um, a lot of really great seasoned real estate professionals that work with us to help guide people on this journey that most people don't do very often. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and these days, it's not often even more. Yeah. Wait, there did you I go. say that right? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, it used to be that the you know average time that somebody stayed in a home was six to seven years, and then it moved up to like 10 years. And now the latest one I saw was like 13, 14 years is the average time that people are staying in their homes. And that, and, and especially now with, with what we're calling the mortgage rate lockdown, where people that have low mortgage rates, they're not super motivated to, to sell and get into a much higher mortgage rate. So, you know, they're there. And you think about how much, uh, of an annuity that is, if you have a home right now and you have a, a low fixed rate mortgage, that's like comparing to somebody that has to buy right now. It's uh, you. It's like an annuity, right? You're just. It's it's hard anyway. It's I think people value. understand the yeah. concept there. Yeah. 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 The um um okay uh rent. I want to talk about rent because I mean I know we're not we don't really do rentals. I mean we we do help our clients. You know, give them the resources to find rental properties, which is very challenging in Albuquerque right now. So in the Albuquerque area, there is a shortage of rental properties. There's, uh, especially in, let's say the lower price points, you know, the, the more moderately priced uh, rental properties. There's just, there's just a very limited supply. Um, there are a lot of properties under construction. There's new properties popping up all over. A lot of apartments. Apartments. Yeah. If yeah. people drive around, you see them there, there, there's a lot of them. Uh, the number I heard was something like 5,000 units or what, what's doors. usually doors. Yeah, it's usually called doors. 5,000 apartments. In, in, the, uh, in the rental world. Um, and uh, so, so there's, you know, there are some properties in the pipeline, but it's based on, you know, what the economist is saying here locally, it's still not enough. Right. And, and so what, what's happened is rents have gone up and continued to go up here for the last few years a lot. Yeah. Is there a uh, one site now for listeners to look for oh, rental properties? I like that. I like that. You just lobbed that softball up to me. That was funny. Um, the New Mexico, <laughs> it's a NM home, home rentals, ah. New Mexico or NM home rentals. Um, I, the reason I'm, I'm giving Tracy a hard time is, you know, I was, involved in that with our multiple listing service here in Albuquerque, bringing that product out. Um, so it's a, it's a place people can go to find rental properties from multiple sources. Uh, generally, you're going to see a lot more properties 
that are available on there than on some of the other resources like Zillow or apartments.com or some of these other other places. Um, but it, the, the one thing we need to remind people to avoid are the free uh, listing sites. So that's the Craigslist, the um, Facebook Marketplace, and I'm not saying every single rental property that's listed on those sites is a scam, but there's a sure a lot of them on there that are scams. And, right. and uh, we're, we're continually seeing different scams when it comes to a lot of different things in real estate. But that's one of the bigger ones for people trying to find rental properties is, you know, they, they get on there and somebody's posted a fraudulent listing. It's not something they own. They're on the other side of the world. And they get people to send them a deposit or first month rent or whatever. And uh, that money's gone. Yeah. And, and so Definitely. just, just you know, one of those uh, things to be aware of when we're, when we're talking about rentals. And again, if you're out there and you're listening and you know people looking for rentals, just tell them to be aware that the scams are everywhere. They want to make sure they're dealing with the true property manager or the true owner of the property. And uh, there's ways to do that. But um, anyway, okay. I want to go back to rentals. So Tigo, we were talking about rentals. What's happened with prices of rentals? Yeah, that that's or rent prices. Yeah, I rent say. rent prices because there's been a lot of conversation in the kind of national real estate conversation about oh, rent prices are dropping. Um, but actually, what's been happening is the the rate of appreciation has been dropping. The 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 pace at which the prices were going up has dropped. Which is good news for the the you know the big inflation number because housing is such a big part of that inflation number. Um, I don't want to get into the, the details on that, but but basically rent rent matters a lot when it comes to inflation. And what happened was, you know, we went from two, three, maybe four percent per year in in rent inflation in the Albuquerque area for many many years. Right? It was kind yeah, of it was very flat for ten or fifteen years. We, we weren't seeing any big jumps in rent prices. No, it was very steady. Very, very steady. steady. Which was great for, for you know, renters and, and it kept inflation low and, you know, it was working for, for property owners and landlords and, and, and all that. Um, but what happened is starting 2019, so this is pre-pandemic, we started to see things bump up, you know, more like six, seven percent per year. And then in that, that 2021, the, the year through 2021, it was like 17% we saw in price appreciation in rents in the Albuquerque area. And then it was 20, what was the next year? It was like 12%. 12. Yeah. And then, but now we're back to somewhere around four and a half percent year over year for rents in the Albuquerque area, which is, which is a healthy number. Um, it's, you know, it's, so let me do the math. You said 4.4 4 or four. Yeah. Four and a half. And then it was like 12 and then it percent. was 17. So like in three years, yeah. Like what? 30%. So a 1600 a month rent mm -hmm. at four and a half percent year to date mm -hmm. is a $72 a month extra. Yeah. So and I like to see real numbers. So yeah, no, no, I think that's yeah. that's fair. And 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 you know, so we went from let's say sixteen fifty last year to almost seventeen hundred uh, this this year. You know, again on averages, we're talking averages. We're not talking a specific yeah. property. So it it you know, even though home prices have gone up substantially, and it's it's a you know, we've got some affordability challenges there, no doubt about it for for purchasing, especially with the mortgage rate situation. 
Um, but, you know, rents have continually gone up as well. And there doesn't seem to be much relief in the pipeline, even though there are a lot of apartment units under construction in Albuquerque right, right now, right. you know, more than we've seen in a long, long time. You know, what happened was during the pandemic, nothing got built. Right. Nothing. No multifamily got built. No. No. And, you know, we're way behind even if there had been things built. Right. Then. Right. And even with the, what they say, wait, 5,000 units or properties in the pipeline, they're still saying that's not enough. So. Right. It's, um, I mean, we're not in, well, we're in the housing business, right, Tracy? I mean, we only, I couldn't get that one out. (laughs) Mostly focus on, uh, you know, helping buyers and sellers for single family, you know, homes. Right. Right. But it's, it all, it's all connected. It is. It is. So I want to talk. Yeah. You want to talk about homes. I want to talk about homes of the week. So I don't have specifics. I, I do have specifics, but sometimes I talk about certain properties and by the time the clients get around to looking them up online, they're not available anymore. Yeah. Open houses, same thing. So what I would suggest Tigo, is that people, our listeners, they get online, they look at our website, welcomehomeabq.com. So there's a tab there for open houses and it's not just houses that Venturi Realty Group is holding open or having um, representing. It's all the open houses that all the agents in our market are putting out there so that you can find all of them. However, you know, what's best? Give us a call. Let us put a tour together for you. Let us show you those houses on your time when it works for you. Sometimes by the time we get to an open house, Tigo, the house is already sold and they're not having the open house anymore. So we can get you into that house quicker. You know, it's uh, the websites, there's lots of them where you can find houses, right? Okay, I wanted I wanted to talk about that because there's this I, I've seen this min- misconception that if you look on one set website and you look on a different website and you look on a different website that you know shows homes for sale, you're going to find something different. That yeah. is not the case because what happens is we have the multiple listing service here. And, and this is true in any market, but it's true here in Albuquerque where, you know, all the properties that are listed by, you know, licensed realtors, real estate agents go into that and then they get dispersed to all those different websites. And really the only difference is the way the property is displayed and how quickly it updates, really. Yeah, I think sometimes, you know, Tigo, people say, well, I found this one on this website that I didn't find elsewhere. And I think sometimes we get used to whatever app we're used to and we know how to navigate it. And maybe we go to a different site and it's it's a little bit foreign. But yeah, if you look at anything that's listed in multiple listing service should be on all the different websites people look on. Yeah, the 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 there used to be a time where there was a lot of different websites where you had to manually put properties for sale into those sites. Those days are gone for the most part. There's some obscure sites that do special stuff like bank owns and foreclosures and auctions and and and, and there's a lot of weirdness there. You got to really know what you're dealing with when you when we deal with stuff like that. Um, well, because sometimes those sites that say foreclosure or pre-foreclosure, those houses really aren't for sale. Correct. They're taking data from a county website of public record of perhaps something, but it doesn't mean that house is really available for Correct. sale. Because, yeah, th- what they do is they pick up on the pre-foreclosure uh, court filing 
that you know the, the the bank intends to foreclose on the property that doesn't mean you can buy it it just means that there was a court filing and it's going to be months and months and months if, if not years if not years before that property ever came available if it ever even does because right. many times that gets taken care of before right. before it goes somebody gets a notice that they're right. behind on their payments they a lot of times make it good well in in different than 2000 let's say eight nine ten for example let's say nine ten in particular people have equity now the the problem back then there was a lot of people that didn't have equity that got a foreclosure notice notice and they didn't really have an option and you know they couldn't bring cash to close yeah. to do it so but in this case a lot of people do have equity and can um can still get it sold before the actual foreclosure filing happens right so, Tigo, we've mentioned on um, our show so several times how we do a little investing in stocks, right? Yep. Not just real estate. And that we tend to watch CNBC in the morning while we're getting ready for the day. I know right? what you're going to say. This is so exciting. So I got a call this week from a producer at CNBC, and they asked me to be on their television show this coming Thursday, the 28th, on their Power Lunch segment. They're doing a tour across the West about housing, and each day they're going to feature a different city. And they asked if I would talk about Albuquerque real estate on CNBC on the Power Lunch show, which is awesome because I looked and, you know, I've been watching CNBC since the 80s. Sometime in the 1980s, I think. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how long it's been out there, yeah. actually. But through different hosts and different eras of how the stock market is doing. And, you know, when I'm able, I watch Power Lunch. And I know the the people who are typically the interviewers yep. or the hosts on that show. So getting the call from them. You know, you get a call and we get calls a lot of times. And you're like, really? Is this for real? Am I really talking well, to somebody? A lot of times we, we get calls and they're trying to sell some sort of marketing program and they drop yeah. names and you yeah. know, different things. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so if you are available on Thursday from 12 to one, I don't know a specific time yet for that four to five minute segment on housing in Albuquerque. It's a, it's a hit, Tracy. It's a hit. Oh, whatever. Um, <laughs> I should be there stumbling through it saying, um, and ah, no, and don't do that. Don't do having that. them ask me a question and go, oh, I wasn't prepared for that. And, um, but no, it'll be fun. Of course you're prepared for it. We do this every single week. This is what we do. But I'm used to being here with you bantering back and forth yeah. and I don't know them. Like I know you, you know, the you questions, get those hard questions. It's like Melissa yeah. Lee and I'm trying to remember the guy anyway. Well, yeah. anyway, that's exciting. So yeah. Uh, so we're, we're excited about Tracy, that. And I'm going to try to get that recorded. So we have it as well. And yeah. yeah. So just want to end with a thought, you know, if you have thought about being in real estate, um, it's a great, great profession. You know, we would love to talk with you about that. I'd be happy to sit down personally and talk to you. If you're thinking about real estate or if you're in real estate and you're thinking of making a change, wondering if there's something better for you. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of you, one of you those. Don't, you don't sugarcoat it. You don't sell it. You you give the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, I I want people to know what it's really like to be uh, in residential real estate if they're thinking of making a big life change. But if you're already in it and you're looking for something different, I'd be happy to talk to you about why we love Real Broker and why um, it might be a fit for us to work together. So if you want to collaborate and think about working together, I'm happy to sit down. Anyway, always good to be here. Yes, we love um, being here and uh, putting out information. And, and it's, we it's, love to hear from all of you. Thank you for reaching out and letting us help you with your real estate questions and needs and recommending us to your family and friends. Yep. 
We, we do appreciate it. And if you want to reach us, we're the Venturi Group with Real Broker here in Albuquerque at 505-448-8888. Thanks for watching.